This week's edition of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast is sponsored by our friends over at True Car. Every car comes with a share of stories, like that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, that luxury package you got after a big promotion, or the mileage you save by riding your bike all summer long. Now, while you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell it or to trade it in. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details just pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and Moonroof watches, they're going to bump up your car's value. High mileage, you already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it's going to ding your wallet so you can plan ahead. And once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or to trade in. So when you're ready to experience a new way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Yes, that is right. Robin Akiva need a podcast as uh, we are back after uh, it's been about 10 days since uh, Keeve and I got together. But uh, here we are to talk about some of your most beloved things and see if we can find fault along the way. Of course, uh, my co-host He's a man who you've heard on many podcasts before, including the Seinfeld Post Show Recap and the co-host of the 32 Fans Podcast, joining us here and soon to be celebrating our five-year anniversary of podcasting together, the great Akiva Winokur. Wait, what do you get? I forgot about that, the five-year anniversary. What do you get your co-podcaster for five years? I think a Costco gift card. Both of us give each other a Costco gift card? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, doesn't that, can't we just like, just give, you know, buy something at Costco and it's from me and vice versa? Like, is are you gift even a big cards Costco on the guy? list? Uh, is gift, gift cards on the list? We almost stay at Costco. Yeah, that is true. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe like give each other King Cake Baby merch. I'm not sure. Congratulations uh, to the King Cake Baby's signature uh, team, uh, the yeah. uh, New, Orleans New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans. For landing the number one pick in the NBA draft lottery, uh, some are calling it the Renap bump. Yeah, I do think uh, we had something to do with it. Uh, they still have not sent us merch. I'm sort of like uh, on the fence of whether we should really no, stick stay around. In. Stay in. They're getting hot. Zion. Yeah, uh, they're getting Zion. Uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 we do need to send them. Merch. They say once that we didn't ask for merch, but once they said like, hey, we're sending you stuff, they got to They got to send it. Who said that? One of their some one of their employees is a, is a friend of a listener, and they said that we're going to send you a bunch of stuff. Could be then hearsay. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you and I last recorded uh, ten days ago. Bantercast two uh, sort of uh, came and went without much to do. Yeah, I think people nobody hated it, but uh, I, I so far with the sequels, we've gotten mere response right with. Um, Mm-hmm. Or the other sequels we did, the 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 days like one day in the life sequel or whatever is you know May twenty second ninety eight right right um maybe we shouldn't go back to the sequel well I don't know we've got maybe. a lot of sequels it's bubbling. gotta be it's gotta have hype and I think it needs a guest uh that's I think what is uh, sequels back need guests maybe because I think that's that, what the uh, Fast and the Furious did right like they mm-hmm. were even like the first few sequels were meh they're like let's yeah. get the Rock so what the we rock. need is the Rock a sequel Viagra they call him yes we need the Rock and then where are you going. Keep, would you leave? Who, me? Yeah. What do you mean? 
You were like, well, turned away from the microphone. Oh, I threw my phone. <laughs> yeah. And then it like smashed into my computer. I may have broken <laughs> my phone and my laptop. It was like here. And I realized like, oh, it's going to ring into the mic. So I turned around okay. and I tossed it. And now I think I'm out of a laptop and, a, and, a, and an iPhone. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to, you know, spend uh, too much time on the setup here today because mm-hmm. I am ready to get right into ripping on all of uh, people's favorite things that were submitted by the listeners. Because uh, let me just say, Uncle Kiwi, mm-hmm. I have been with my children the entire day today. Yeah. And I am in uh, no mood. I am not a happy guy. I have been with my kids since the morning and Mm -hmm. there was T-ball today. And that entails uh, my and this usually this ends up with uh, me being the T-ball guy when my wife works. And so this usually starts with my wife coming home from work in the morning. She works uh, overnight and she comes home from work in the morning and then we can't find the uniform and that sends her into a real tailspin mm-hmm. and then we spend uh you know a good hour tearing the house apart because my kid loses a different a v- different piece of his uniform before each week's softball game sure or t-ball game yet which has nothing to do with me in terms of you know getting it together but then somehow on saturday morning that uh i am uh really on the receiving end of some sort of a uh you know a wild goose chase of involving the uniform and then and you know uh getting both of my kids out the door to go to uh T-ball nobody's listening and uh you know people are taking their shoes off trying to get to the car and then today on top of it on top of T-ball was it was the last day and so the coach had a pizza party at a different mm-hmm. place. So I had to go to within on top of T-Ball. Second location to to, you had to go second to. Second location yeah. pizza party yeah. to get the trophy, which I was told would be first. And it was not. It was Can I ask not. you a question? Yes. Because you sent me a picture. You said, I'm at a pizza party. I thought it was a little weird. Your kids were not there. You just went to a random Little League pizza party. Yeah. My but kids are no. in the picture. I see. Your, your son is in the picture. They're all wearing tr- uh, medals. Yes. Famous baseball prize of a medal. Yes. Now, I have to ask, you live in Los Angeles in the year 2019. Are these participation medals or did they win the league championship, Rob? Not only are they participation medals, they were a precursor to getting participation trophies. That was why I had to go to the pizza party. Oh, so they got medals and trophies. Did they win anything? No. (laughs) Did anybody win? No, nobody won. I don't even know if they kept score in the games. Oh, oh, please. I I had to wait out the hour-long pizza party Mm -hmm. to get the participation trophy, Keith. Now, this will mean nothing to anybody because nobody sees this picture. We're not going to share it because it has other people's kids. There's like a weird-looking beverage in the middle that looks like beer, but I'm assuming you didn't feed like five-year-old's beer. What is that beverage in the middle? I think the beer was for uh, some of the parents that were there. Okay, so there is beer in the middle of the table. I'm not crazy. They did get get a pitcher of beer, yeah. I was like, why is the iced tea so foamy then? Because there's just kids at this table. There was a a pitcher of beer at the uh, Little League pizza party. And also, a lot of the parents are wearing Cubs outfit so like yeah. how did, did, did they buy cubs gear and i i would hope that you as yeah. a mets fan no i even did though not. we, I we wore barely stand the mets today, anymore but no i uh did not wear any cubs yeah, okay good regalia um i i think that's like the coach's wife and then a couple of the assistant coaches had uh cubs gear mm-hmm. okay so 
It was very uh, conflicting for my son, who uh, the, the, there is a team that is the Mets. Uh, mm-hmm. They played them, and my son uh, said that he, he hoped his team lost when wow, he played against Wow, that's a real the fan. I you said, know, my son is a troll, and he uh, says he likes the Yankees when he wants to be mm, mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got one of those, too. Okay. All right. So I am turned out, although I have to say, I've come home, I've eaten lunch, uh, drinking some tea, talking to mm-hmm. Uncle Kiwi. I have to say yeah. I am uh, much more calm than I was, say, 45 minutes ago. Okay. So how do we do this? I, I will say uh, Jess uh, Sterling, the the betrothed Jess Sterling. I think betrothed means engaged, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, did an amazing job. For the second straight week, we sort of nominated her without her permission to be our assistant and put together listener submissions, and she did so. And we got almost 200 submissions. She sent half of them to me, half of them to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, ho- I wonder what comes up on the wheel this week, by the way, that we could sort of put her to work again. Yeah. And so, so my question is, are we going to are we? So what we're doing, if people don't know what we're doing uh, in Two Beloved, is knocking things down that have a 100 percent approval rating or just wildly popular. And we think that they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to we're going to hate on them. And I thought we would cancel them. Right. I thought that was sort of what we discussed. But. DJ LaBelle Klein writes in and says, you guys promised not to cancel anything in the stand tournament, right? We said for one year we could not do a podcast called Robin Akiva Cancel Stuff. Yeah. Now, do you have the same categories that I have? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I She sent me half and you half. I think she just split them evenly. My categories are food, animals, podcast stuff, books, sports, and miscellaneous. Are those okay. your categories? My categories are movies, TV oh, okay. shows, and celebrities. Oh, so maybe she thinks that I'm more of a movie, TV and celebrity guy and that you wouldn't be able to knock them. And then I you're going to have to be the one ragging on food because. Well, no, I think that we, we can do it because uh, that I don't think it's fair that you should necessarily be the movie guy and I should be the food guy. But I think mm-hmm. that what we should do is um, I can just give you one. And then for mine, you pick the number from one to 20 and then that'll be what I ha- will have to talk about. Okay, Does that fine. make sense? Okay. Yes, sure. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess what category would you like to start in? Um, you surprise me. Okay. All right. Um, let's start with uh, <laughs> let's start with celebrities. Let's go a little bit off of the beaten path. I feel like that movies and TV shows are things that we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Keeve, uh, yeah. could you pick a number between one and twenty-seven? Uh, Fourteen, of course. Number fourteen. Okay. Ellen. I'll tell you my problem with Ellen. I, people like her. Her approval rating, she's a perfect uh, person for this list because she has an incredibly high approval rating, right? I don't know if everyone on Earth is like an Ellen super fan, but she has very few detractors. Right. However, you hear that behind the scenes, she is really, really mean. That's what everyone says. Right. You don't get to be as big as she is without, you know, without uh, having some bodies in your closet. So I knew a girl one time. This is an anecdotal mm-hmm. hearsay right. story. So mm-hmm. we'll take it with many, many grains of salt. And uh, but I, she had said that she had worked on the Ellen show. I, I honestly, and I don't remember if she said this is a long time ago that it was either she worked at the Ellen show or that she had a friend who worked at the Ellen show. And there was a rule. You are not allowed to make eye contact with Ellen. I get it. I mean, I, they, they say the same thing about Tom Cruise on his movie sets. I think you'll be fired if you even like, you know, go near him. 
Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the case. You know, you cer- certainly at the t- at the if your name is on the show, you have the power to do that probably in any show in Hollywood. Right. If Jimmy Kimmel, who I, I assume would never have the rule, said you weren't allowed to make eye contact with him, like you wouldn't be allowed to make contact with, you know, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, they and I, I think women in in particular are, you know, are predisposed to, hear, you know, you hear that about more female celebrities than men. Um, but I, but there's just so many stories that they can't all be fake, right? The, the Ellen stories. I, I wouldn't think so. Also, just to build on that, I don't think it's only you are making the case. I think we can, uh, pile yeah, on. Yeah, this yeah. is sure. Robin, Robin Akiva, go after your favorites or uh, what's the official name of this? I think it's just too beloved, too beloved. unless you okay. like, unless you have a name no, you like fine. better. Also, Ellen, uh, has been, uh, very much a, uh, ally of the Kardashians over the years and has done uh-huh. a lot to, uh, prop up the Kardashian Is this an empire. anti-Kardashian podcast though? We haven't really established that. I mean, I think it's assumed. Are you pro Kardashian? I'd, I'd say I, I met them. I, I don't hate them. I respect the hustle, respect the grift. I, I don't hate them, but I don't I, I'm not like a, I've never seen their show. Like, I'm not a Kardashian fan. I could name them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a noted Kardashian. I'm a Robert Kardashian guy. <laughs> yeah, they're they're fine. But overall, uh, I think that they've done uh, more harm than good. Probably. Probably yeah. true. I think they're a net negative. The Kardashians. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Kim Kardashian has uh, done some admirable things in terms of uh, moving the needle on social justice reform recently. So uh, maybe you could hold out some hope. But I think that overall, uh, the Kardashians have uh, destroyed more than they have created. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Are they, and, like, are they like Daenerys? Are they are they like, all right, they were good. But now it's like they, they have when more were they good? Than- when were they good? If anything, they're like a, sort of like a Jamie Lannister of like that. They yeah. were really evil. And then maybe that there is uh, some hope for redemption, but perhaps not. I was about to say something. Then I realized like, oh, there's probably at least one person listening who's yeah. behind the Game of Thrones. Yeah, let's not. Let's not do that. OK. okay. All right. Any, anything else on on the Ellen front? Have we uh, taken Ellen down a, a peg No, no yet? she's canceled. We're do- I mean, we can't say the well, C word, but she's done. OK. All right. All right, Keeve. Uh, shoot. Uh, why don't you pick a number from uh, one to 27 for me? Pick a number for you. Yes. And we're Not still 14. doing celebrities. Yeah, let's stay, stay in celebrities for, okay, uh, for three. Three. All right. The babe. Oh, well, this is unfortunate. Uh, Casey Kasem. Oh, no. <laughs> is uh, Casey Kasem. Well, I mean... Casey Kasem was the uh, was a person who really uh, got mixed up with somebody who uh, seems to have been out for just his money and uh, appears to have been swindled by Mm -hmm. by a woman who uh, he may have married for maybe uh, her physical attributes and then she turned out to uh, be a person who uh, drove a wedge between him and his family to the point that uh, it's a uh, a horrible story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was supposedly uh, a good guy. He was very into like the environment and he was a vegan. He loved animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, you know, as we get older, he screws you up hear the wand more- off a lot. Yes. You hear more of these stories. That it, I, it seems very tricky. Uh, the second marriage, the late in life marriage, especially for someone of means. Yeah, it seems so tricky because I, I do think that the if it's not in a in a in a like a man, woman sort of, especially if the man's a celebrity like you guys older, you don't want to be the original kids. Right. You want to be the new kids or or sometimes the in this case, I think the 
the second wife didn't have kids. Mm -hmm. And those kids always get thrown by the wayside, you know? Right. Starts off. They usually inherit it. They usually inherit like zero dollars. They're, you know, it's like a lot of times the woman, the, the, the spouses is, you know, uh, really like cuts everyone out of their life. It's what, what's the, uh, Craig Sager, the, the basketball announcer wore the funny suits. Same, same Mm -hmm. thing there where like the kids are, you know, barely part of the uh, tale as old as time. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, sad story. Uh, But we're not really ripping on Casey there. Really, uh, you know, I mean, other than maybe marrying, uh, you know, someone who wasn't ideal. Yeah. I don't know what he did wrong. Doesn't get talked about a lot. Casey Kasem, I think also uh, was, uh, you know, a little bit of like what we're talking about with Ellen. Uh, There are definitely some outtakes on YouTube that you can find of him just destroying people who either gave him uh, notes with like uh, errors on them and him just like ripping into people. Mm hmm. Might have been uh, not the most fun person to always work with. He was a big Ralph Nader guy. Oh, was he? Yeah, big Ralph Nader guy. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Keith, want to stay on celebrities? Let's do Let's yeah. do two more celebrities, and then we'll, and okay. then we'll move on. Okay. Give me, give me another number from 127. Okay. Uh, Kim Spradlin. All right. Let's not do Survivor. Let's pick somebody Okay. Else. This is a Survivor, uh, Survivor Free Podcast. Survivor Free Zone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, how about another one? Can I just say also, not only did Jess put these lists together, split them in half and send us each half of them, um, she wrote down who submitted all of them. Okay. Which was completely unnecessary, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Number 23. Number 23. George Clooney. All right. Here, okay. I'll be it. First of all, Clooney already had like the best life of anybody on earth. And then he sold his stupid alcohol business for like a billion dollars that he mm-hmm. did nothing for. Yeah. It's like, why can't, you know, like, why do good things have to happen to people who already like are beyond set for a million generations? Yeah. Well, I think that there is uh, some room to work here in the uh, IMD bags uh, aspect of mm-hmm. George Clooney. You're not a big fan of the Peacemaker? I mean, like, take a look at the filmography and it is uh you know much ado about nothing especially in uh these last 10 years like maybe he had a good you know uh uh you know late 90s first 10 years of this decade but i mean uh first off that he uh this nespresso stuff is showing up on his imdb uh yeah that's weird you know what it is a lot of celebrities that's too George Clooney is too big to do a commercial in the United States. Right, right. So what I they do know. is they go to Europe or they go to Asia and they do commercials there. And for some reason, that doesn't hurt their Q rating. Right. So if we're, if we're looking at first of all, he, he hasn't uh, been in a film in a couple of years. Well, why? If you were a trillionaire, why would you do a movie? That seemed like being in a movie okay. sounds really boring. One of his last movies was Hail Caesar, which was uh, pan. Was that as the one. worst Coen Brothers movie, basically? Yes. Uh he appeared in the Netflix special of Very Merry Christmas in uh, 2015. Tomorrowland. <laughs> I don't even know what that uh, is other than a, a ride. I think, also, it was a, I think it was another bomb that was uh, for Disney. Uh, Monument yeah. Men. Yeah, awful. Uh, so much Nespresso stuff. Gravity yeah. was the last relevant why don't, movie. Why aren't commercials in. in a separate 
sort of thing. I've on never your seen anybody's commercials ever show up on IMDb. I mean, I guess if you're like a struggling actor, you want the commercials there because that's right. like Nes- your big booking. Nespresso must be tapped into IMDb oh, to yeah, get them on George true. Clooney's. Uh, and then. I don't know. His latest movie a couple years ago was Money Monster, who I, I assume he's just friends with Jodie Foster and she directed it. And so he showed up for a few weeks and did yeah, it. So but that wasn't good. You're right. The uh, The Descendants was the Hawaii movie that was that was really bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ides of March. Nobody saw the American. Nobody saw. Wow. The Men Who Stare Goats. Not great. I mean, up in the air was really good. But that's already 10 years ago at this point. He's on a historic slump in terms yeah, of Leatherheads like, was the really bad movie uh, d- directed from Jim uh, from the office. Yeah. Oh, they used to talk about that. He was going to like run for president or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll pass. So he's other than the Oceans movies. He's in Up in the Air. He's in Michael Clayton, which was fine. Good night and good luck. Syriana. That's really his whole stretch. ER. It was a little bit of I, I don't know why, but I watched the show Sisters. Yeah. Uh, which is a very, like, if you look at the the timeline, like, uh, I was 10 years old. I never watched a soap opera in my life, but it was like a, basically a late, it was a primetime soap opera with like Celia Ward and all these like women who were just sisters. And I, there was, it was, I was like not the target demo. I was probably the single youngest person watching, but I watched it every week. I have no idea why. Yeah. And then Clooney got killed in a car bomb. Whoa. In the, uh, in that in that show, that's how they wrote him off when he wanted to become a uh, you know uh, a movie star. They killed him off in a car, or maybe ER he went to. You know, we don't really get into talking about people's looks, but I don't know. The 2019 George Clooney might be a little overrated in the looks department, also. Uh, I mean, he's out king his coverage with the wife. That's for sure. Okay, all right. So, also like. Well, he lives in Italy. I hate when these stars like they get too big and they're like they leave the country mm-hmm. like yeah. Madonna did. You know what I mean? Right. Stay here. You're from Kentucky. You should have to live in Kentucky. George he has Brody. a uh, TV miniseries uh, coming up later on this year. Catch 22. I think I don't it know just any- started. I think uh, I think it got mere reviews. It, it, it just started. What is it on? Uh, is it Netflix? Maybe Hulu. Oh, my God. Hulu, Hulu. miniseries. OK, yeah, if Clooney's falling to Hulu, he doesn't even need You're us done. to knock him You're down. Done. OK, we his, feel but now we feel bad over. for him. Now we feel bad. for him. OK, <laughs> we take All it right. back. Georgie. All right. Give me one. Uh, one more from one to twenty seven. Uh, d- uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, take her down a peg. Um, uh, well, I, uh, boy, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, she seems like a like a fine person uh mm-hmm. jennifer lawrence i don't know how much uh, negative there is to say but if we're gonna look at her imdb yeah first of all her again, middle name is schrader that that's got to be one of those uh combined the mom's made a name with the dad's name right yeah i there's mean there's no way that's her. oh by the way uh I don't, antonio mazzaro i hope is not getting mad at us because it's the second straight person we're knocking from his native louisville kentucky because mm-hmm. jennifer lawrence and what are they doing in louisville that all the actors are coming from there uh i i don't know I don't know. Maybe Antonio knows. Maybe that could be part of Conspiracy Pod too. Why are all yeah. the actors coming from Kentucky? So Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, if we're going to look at her filmography. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want. The, the, I mean, The Hunger Games. Did that have legs? Did that? Uh, no. I mean, no. I don't no. think so. I don't think so. Um, I also don't know the difference between The Hunger Games and Twilight. So maybe The Hunger Games did and Twilight didn't. Maybe. I kind of like Silver Linings Playbook. But if someone told me in 2019 they were rewatching it, I think they had a hole in their head. You know. Right. So in terms of like her acting career, I kind of feel like that she's peaking around uh, 2012, 2013, Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle. And really uh-huh. since then, she's involved in 
X games or X sorry X Men movies, <laughs> yeah, uh, Hunger Games movies. Uh, she did like the horrible mother, which was yeah, like uh, people only went to well, go see that the it one her boyfriend made, so that's why she was in it. Yeah, she was uh, there. Red Sparrow, uh, which was another. Yeah. I don't think I think that was a bomb. Yes. Uh, and, and she's then, doing the Elizabeth Holmes. Are you familiar with the Elizabeth Holmes stuff? No, well, I, I have no idea. Okay, so Elizabeth Holmes is uh, like a biotech. She's almost like um, the fire festival guy, but like if he was really smart and did like uh, like medical technology instead of mm-hmm. uh, music festivals. Yeah. So they had so they had this thing and it didn't end up working. Um, and uh, so she like went from being a billionaire to sort of being disgraced. This Elizabeth Holmes. There was a book about her called, uh, I think, Theranos, which is the name of her company. Um, and it, but uh, but the weird thing about her is that she has a fake voice. Can you play while I'm talking? Can you play a little bit of of Elizabeth Holmes's voice? Okay, let me go to go. YouTube and just do Elizabeth Holmes. And a lot of people think it's a fake voice, but it is. You've never heard a voice like this. But Jennifer Lawrence is probably the person to do it. So even though we're canceling her right now, I can't say the c word. I do think she probably would win an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, she probably would win an Oscar for. Um, Here's Elizabeth Holmes in 2015. Yeah. Let's hear her okay. talk. Crazy. Then they fight you. And then all of a sudden you change the world. And um, I, I have to say, I, I, I personally was shocked to see that the journal would publish something like this when we had sent them. And But what is Elizabeth Holmes? She was she was like a tech. She was the CEO of this like uh, medical tech uh, medical testing company, Theranos. Yeah. OK. That did like blood testing. Now, I'm not making fun of her voice. The only thing is everyone says it's fake. Everyone says like in her real life, she's got. That's not her real voice. Okay. Um, uh, another thing character. about Jennifer Lawrence uh, that I think a lot of people just like her because she seems like she gets like sloppy drunk places. And I think that people yes. uh, find that well, I think relatable. She does get sloppy drunk places. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know why that's necessarily. And she trips a lot. She gets drunk and she falls down. But well, for whatever reason, uh, she's made that work for her. Her shtick is being relatable. Actually, I do know what I really don't like about her. I hate all celebrities that are not on social media at all. Oh, like. The people like her who maybe like became famous a year or two before like Twitter and Instagram took off. Yeah. You know, like, don't you're not too big. She's not on Twitter. She's not on on Instagram. I assume she's not on Facebook. Like you should have to be like you have to be one of us. You have to be on one of these platforms. Because she's so relatable. I thought she has to be on social media. I know, but she's too famous. She doesn't need it. Same thing with Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. You come with this. Now, I've often said the opposite, which is if you're a billionaire, you shouldn't be tweeting. But mm-hmm. you should let us tweet at you. Like, well, you should let us still yeah, have be a mad at you if you do yeah. something. Yeah, like, let us tweet at you. you sh- yes, only tweet like, hey, I'm going to be on, like, Fallon tonight, and I haven't tweeted since 2016. But <laughs> you have to ha- at least have an account so, like, the angry egg people can yell at you. All right. Let's hear one of your categories, Keeve. All right. Are we talking about food today? I, I think we have to. But I, okay, I, I believe me, I, I can go on, go on and on and on about uh, telling you what I don't like about certain foods. All right, so let's do two food categories. Uh, pick okay. a number. All right, uh, from one to, from one to what? Sixteen, sweet sixteen. Okay. All right, I I will go with number fourteen. All right, foe <laughs> or pho. Mm, pho. Yeah, look, I like pho. Okay, uh, is it pho? I think it's pho. Well, the, well right, here's the, the thing: it's our gripe is nobody knows how to pronounce yeah. it. Nobody knows how to pronounce it, and then. That all of these Vietnamese uh, restaurants get a l- get a little too cute with all of the names of like uh, so f- uh, f- so fucking good, you know that they uh, <laughs> get really teeter on the edge. You don't know how to say it, 
And right. uh, we that's get an embarrassing s- thing to say to your server, also. <laughs> what faux or I'd like the so fucking good? Like that's embarrassing. I don't well, want to say that. I'm talking about the names of the restaurant. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. So I mean, uh, these these places that they do have, they have a ton of puns, and uh, they're all, uh, you know, some of them really like teeter on the line. Yeah, that is wild. Uh, here's a BuzzFeed article: sixteen Vietnamese restaurants obsessed with puns. Simply faux you, faux nominal, faux ever, uh, faux ever yum, 9021 faux. Can I say every one of these restaurants is owned by a white person also? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fobulous. Uh, forage, faux nominal. Uh, yes, two faux puns in the same restaurant. Is a uh, faux gettable? Is that what this is? Uh, bun me, uh, faux show, right. good faux mm-hmm. you, um, folk, folking way. So. Oh, uh, so yeah. faux, so good. I agree. I'm out on faux now. Or I pho. like it. I have noodle soup. We're, we're, we're fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a top 25 soup. Yeah. Uh, but get out of here with that. And don't put try to put jalapenos in it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I don't want a jalapeno in my soup. Get out of here. Yeah. I, I'm just going to throw in the garbage. And sometimes okay. too many sprouts. How many sprouts, sprouts are do I like need? A net. They have a zero war sprouts, right? Like they don't t- make it taste bad, but they don't add anything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have you right. had pho? Pho or pho? Yeah, but yeah, but it's hard. To, there's not a lot of kosher was it, pho. Was it fosher? Oh boy, I think fosher would be fake kosher, right? Fosher would be like no nope. uh, ph. No kosher yeah. Vietnamese food. Jeez, All there's right. not a lot of kosher Vietnamese food. To be fair, I wouldn't think so, but who knows? Okay. All right, Keeve. Uh, was it one to sixteen? Uh, yeah, let one me give more you, number. Give you a number. Okay. How about fifteen? Juice, is it actually worth the squeeze? <laughs> juice. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he said juice, not juice. Yes. No, juice. I, got, I got it. I got it. Juice. Yes. You, you think ju- it is worth the squeeze? Well, here's the thing about juice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of calories. And yeah. I don't know how much you're getting in terms of the uh, nutrients of the of the fruit. There's a lot of sugar in a lot of juice. Yeah. It's marketed as, uh, oh, it's healthy. It's juice. But one, that it's, you know, uh, very high in calories. And you ever order juice in a restaurant, in a diner? You know, a glass of orange juice, five seventy five. It's annoying. It's annoying. That, so also, expensive. Like, it's weird that it's a kid's thing because it's you're right. It's not healthy. The same people who call soda yucky juice and try and convince <laughs> would would let their kids drink freaking uh, schnapps before before tasting, you know, uh, soda will gladly give them six. And I'm not I'm not I don't know if Chester is allowed to have uh, uh, if his kids are allowed to have apple juice, but they'll gladly give their kids apple juice or orange juice with breakfast. It, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm a fat guy. I don't drink calories. Do I drink? A liter and a half of diet of Coke Zero every day, possibly, mm-hmm. but I but I would never drink uh, uh, apple juice or orange juice. That being said, what is the best juice? What are, what is on your juice Mount Rushmore? Well, juice Mount Rushmore has got to be uh, apple juice, orange mm-hmm. juice. Then uh, you know, steep drop off after that. Wait, hold on, because you haven't even said my number one yet. What is it? Grape juice. Grape juice. Yeah. I mean, man, uh, you haven't had Kedem grape juice. We have it every Friday night. 
Okay, well, maybe it's number four, but I think that's probably cranberry is in there, too. Yeah, so that's my four, too. I think it's cranberry, grape, apple, and orange. I think yeah. that's the locked-in. If this was a Mount family Rushmore. feud survey, 100 people surveyed, top 100 answers on the board, name, uh, name a popular juice. It's like apple and orange have like 42, yeah. and then... Each. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then maybe, you know, uh, cranberry has five and grape has three. But can I say that every apple juice is the exact same, whereas the difference between Tropicana orange juice and some junky orange juice yeah. is high the difference between the orange juice. Yeah, so high variance. And apple, it's all the same. I don't have the, there's no Tropicana for apple juice that it's like, oh, you got to have that apple juice. Gold standard. All apple juice. I think there is the one. It's in same. like a glass bottle. I don't know what it's called. Tropicana orange juice is, is truly one of America's greatest products. You're a pulp guy or no pulp? I'm, I hate pulp. I'm a no pulp guy. What about you? I like the pulp. But my wife's right. staunch no pulp. That's why we can't even have orange juice in the house. Well, it's good because you could just get two orange juices. And you don't have to worry about her drinking all your orange juice. Also, orange juice stays more than a lot of drinks, right? Yeah. You can have it in the fridge for a Martinelli's, while. Martinelli's, right, I one. think, is the uh, gold the gold standard of the applesauce. Mott's, I think, also. Mott's, yeah, that's the biggest one. But I don't know if anyone's like... Got to have the yeah, if you're a hipster, you want the Martinelli's uh, apple juice. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Then 10 people are going to tweet at us with their beloved brand of apple juice. Go for let's it. do one more food one because okay. this isn't so painful for you. Okay. Even you hate food. All right. Is it for me or for you? Am I? Uh, so I'll, give, how about, I'll start off here. Okay. You just give me a number from one to 16, but don't okay. say two because that's bacon. And I, I am not okay, number three. There. Peanut butter. Hmm. It's weird. I, I have a lot of thoughts on peanut butter. Okay. You're I, like my mom has a as an early childhood school, right? Obviously, you're not allowed to bring peanut butter into the building. Right, right. Well, that's you know I, I don't want to uh, go after peanut butter on that account, but peanut butter is is, is we didn't cancel it. No, it canceled itself. Can, yeah, it canceled itself. Now, now uh, in countries like Israel where they have bomba, you familiar with bomba? I am not. Kids eat bomba is a is is a peanut snack. It's almost like cheese puffs, but instead of cheese puffs, it's like peanut puffs. And um, they eat them from like super young age. It's like the it's like the baby snack. It's like I wouldn't eat it. It's for little kids. And nobody has like the peanut allergies here. Mm -hmm. Why? That's so weird. uh, I guess because they're building up their um, they're building up their uh, what's it called to it like early. Yeah, we're going to get canceled. This is too hot button of a. No, no, it's true. It was I read in New York Mm -hmm. Times. I'm not making it up. I'm not commenting on it. Okay. anyway. Uh, but my cousin is anaphylactically allergic. I don't know if that if you, I use that properly to peanuts to the point where, like, you know, he got the EpiPen, but he could die if he if right. he even t- has something. Yeah, that it's has it's very scary for the parents that. Uh, but my have, point is, it's yeah. weird that we've allowed and I guess like it became popular and then this happened. But it's weird that we've sort of it's such a mainstream food that can just kill people because they're like on the airplane with it, you know? Yeah. I feel like we should just get rid of peanut butter unless we could solve the peanut butter crisis. I'm not <sighs> knocking peanut butter. I'm I think people should still be able to enjoy peanut butter in their own home. Yeah, if nobody's allergic. But it's I mean, it, it just well, seems like, like my if cousin, nobody's allergic. I mean, I was at a wedding with him and like at, at big events like that. It's very yeah. it's very hard to very, like he's yeah. not going to willingly eat peanut butter. But like something happened and he's like turning blue. It's very scary. You yeah. know, um, that being said, uh, I do love peanut butter. Uh, it's, you know, often, uh, a, a staple of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. it is though, uh, you know, a lot of variants on the peanut butter and, uh, sometimes a lot of sugar in the peanut butter. I think it's my lunch tomorrow. Cause my, we're taking our kids on a, on a, a like a long road trip tomorrow. So I think we're just making PB and J sandwiches for, yeah. for lunch. 
But I feel like that peanut butter shouldn't even be on the too beloved list. It's it, it's too controversial at this time. This is like a smoking being on the too beloved list. Yeah, right. In 1960, I get it. Like, what's wrong with smoking? I can't smoking think of anything. Smoking is, is great. Oh, it, yeah. uh, it cur- curbs your appetite. It makes you look right. cool. Uh, four out of five doctors say you should do it. What's the problem? Uh, peanut butter has already been canceled. Not too beloved. Yeah, I, I agree. Peanut butter has been canceled. All right. Okay. What's what's the next category? All right, you want to do, do? Uh, movies or TV shows? Uh, let's do TV shows. Okay, TV shows. Okay, I'm looking for a number between 1 and 22. 17. 17 for Keith Hernandez. Uh, the more cowbell skit on Saturday Night Live. First of all, I feel like it's the only time we hear the word cowbell, right? Yeah. Like, wh- if you say the word cowbell, it's the only thing you could possibly be talking about is, mm-hmm. is the SNL sketch. Right. Uh, also... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like, is it universally beloved? I guess it is. It's pretty beloved. I, I could t- tell you some uh, things about it. I mean, one, mm-hmm. you know, Jimmy Fallon is notorious. This is Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands in here. And yeah, they the, break the whole time. They break, they break the whole time. And they're not even acting. They're, they're not, just yeah. laughing on screen. And so that's one of the reasons which some people would tell you is a little bit of a cheat in terms of how much they're cracking up uh, the entire time. Also, Christopher Walken, who, uh, you know, has had many SNL appearances, uh, just like is just like blatantly reads off the cue cards. Mm hmm. Also, that uh, the sketch also ruined cowbell for all other like there's no there's no way that a cowbell can ever be heard or mentioned ever again without uh, referring to the blue oyster cult. By the way, you're an SNL guy. Um, Walk in. So you're saying reads the cue cards. Who is the number one all time cue card reader? And there is a correct answer. Uh, The number one all time cue card. Like a frequent guest. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of one time guests that read them. But someone who's been on a bunch of times and always just reads the cue cards as if they've never learned how to act. (laughs) Is it Baldwin? Nope. Nope. Who is it? Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Okay. Just looks at the cue cards. She's not even looking at the person she's supposed to look at. It's wild. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, described Lindsay Lohan as the frequent SNL contributor. I think she's been. I think she's a five timer. Is she? I, th- I, 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 I think I, so. I, let's see. I, I'd, I'd take they the like under her on there. That. They would let her back tomorrow, even though she's got nothing going on. OK. All she's right. at least a four timer. She's yeah, been on she's a probably lot. Probably a four timer. That's uh, still that's enough to to have some representative sample of her just re- looking at the screen, basically. Yeah. OK. Uh, Lindsay Lohan uh, host May 1, uh, 2004. Uh, it's hard to they're putting in her cameos. Uh, mm-hmm. right, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get a, a billion emails. OK. Yeah. All right. Keeve. Number uh, four. Number four. In oh, you have the, to complain about this. OK. Uh, OK. Oh, uh, a lot of people wrote to us about this, uh, according to uh, Jess's notes here. By the way, four times. She's hosted four times. Four times. Okay. So a lot of people have asked us to comment on this over the year, and that is the TV show Friends. Okay. You and I have uh, never held Friends in a, uh, you know, uh, above beyond reproach, uh, although we did have it go very far in our TV theme song bracket, and I think that we Mm -hmm. acknowledge its place in history. In terms of Friends as a show... I don't know if it necessarily where we we have sort of like ended up in this rivalry between Friends and Seinfeld. Yeah, people because, assume that we hate it because we're Seinfeld guys, 
It is uh, in the fishbowl, so we will at some point yeah. in the possibly distant future, possibly next week, talk about the show Friends. Yes. Well, let me uh, attack it from a different perspective. And uh, this came up recently in one of my conversations with the great uh, Jessica Lease, who wrote an article about the Friends finale. And this might be an attack that is uh, not frequently discussed, but... Jessica Lee uh, talked about the uh, 15 years after the Friends finale, uh, what it got right and what it got wrong. But mm-hmm. the finale, of, uh, and especially as we're talking about the Game of Thrones finale, all these other TV shows finale, uh, almost nobody talks about the Friends finale. And I think that speaks to that how numb people got to it by the end of the show, uh, that there's almost... You know, name a memorable thing that happened in the last five years of Friends. Well, how about this? Because I had a similar conversation this week. I actually asked a couple like IRL friends, hey, what should we put on the two beloved list? And somebody said Friends. Mm -hmm. And we had just been talking about the Game of Thrones finale. So we actually talked about the Friends finale. And it's weird because it's not on the Breaking Bad style best finales list, but it won't you won't ever see it on like the. You know, Seinfeld, Sopranos, worst finale list ever. And it took me a long time to remember anything about the Friends finale. And uh, well, the whole plane thing. And yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I remember the, she, you know, something you about know, did plane. she get off the plane? She got off the plane. Yeah, they went with very sentimental, mushy uh, good guys win. You know, not exactly Game of Thrones style. No spoilers. Um, I do think uh, like people like it. I think Friends fans really liked it. People like us who are just sort of dropping by for the last few episodes. Sure, but it speaks to, uh, would you rather have your finale be passing and everybody and nobody complains, or would you rather take a big fa- swing and be remembered forever? Yeah, my friend had a wild take, by the way. What was it? about the fr- He said, I did like the Friends finale. He was a Friends fan. He said the Friends finale should have ended with them killing Ross. He was too evil of a character mm-hmm. to not die by the end. I was like, well, it's a sitcom. Like they don't kill. No sitcoms kill off people in the finale. Yeah. Oh, well, um, what about How I Met Your Mother? Oh, spoilers. I, I haven't got there yet. OK. Um, uh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. 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 OK. Yeah. Um, a- anyway, so, so, by the way, that's on the list of bad finales. Like nowadays. Yeah. If that, would, oh, sure. that would make the list. Huge. Uh, it's a, I think season. it's in the top I think 10 the of bad season. finales. Yeah. Johnny Dusvera, cover your ears for a second. He's a big How I Met Your Mother guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the last season went off the rails. Not that I was ever a really big fan of that show, but I think universally that last season is considered garbage. I mean, they don't get to the end until the very end. Um, I think it's very hard to nail the finale and stay on the air for a very long time. I think that if you could, you could do like three seasons and be the leftovers and, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and nail the finale. But I think it's very hard to do nine seasons and a solid finale. I don't think there's without getting into nitty gritty of Game of Thrones. I don't think there's anything that Game of Thrones could have done to make their the majority of their fan base happy. Yeah. Nothing. Yes. I don't. Th- I think there was no scenario where they could have they could have been happy. Do, did we get a report? Did Chester cry uh, this past week? I don't think he cried. Okay. I think he's crying. Uh, I'm in a, uh, a 32 fans WhatsApp group uh, yes. with Chester yes. and just a couple other like uh, people. Um, and. It's normally just like very generic, like, uh, hey, this is what we're doing on the podcast this week. Like, it's only a Game of Thrones group. Like, Chester has taken over every WhatsApp group mm-hmm. with his Game of Thrones takes. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, he's, for- he's a madman. Uh, uh, yeah. He's the mad. He's the mad king of, okay. of, 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 
of group chats. Just just to put a uh, a period on the end of this uh, friends criticism. So I'm looking at a picture from the finale on this article that Jessica Lee wrote. Uh, Monica and Chandler are each holding a baby. I could not tell you which friends character the baby belonged to. Did Monica and and Chandler have twins? Is that what happened? Did they adopt at the end. I don't remember. Uh, who knows? See, we- who knows? Paul Rudd is in the picture. What what the hell is going on here? I don't. Um, he's not in the last scene in in Friends. I don't know if he is. What is he? Is he Phoebe's brother or her boyfriend? I I, I, I couldn't tell you. And, and I was a, a big Friends guy. And well, not clearly not that big. If we don't know the answers to these questions, I, I that mean, people I was I was not their a computers. Friends stan. I haven't ever watched the yeah. show since it ended in 2005 and, and and in fairness i had a lot going on at that period in my in my life in the last year or two of friends mm. but I, I don't think i could have to, tell you you know one friends event that happened after uh uh monica and chandler got together when we do the friends podcast we're gonna i think we need a friends defender at some point because i yes. think we're just gonna be we're, we might be too harsh i've got people. the guy eric yeah, if you're listening it? okay all Ooh. right Eric, he's one of our one, he that he wants to he wants us to do a friends uh, podcast. Eric, yes, he's going to come on and defend friends for us. <laughs> that he's he's. I mean, I think we have a lot of people that want to come on and uh, defend friends. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's no shortage of people. All right, how about um, I'll let me pick a category: podcast stuff. Okay, you don't want to do another uh, TV show? Or we got to keep. Oh, going? we could do one more okay. if you want. We could do All one right, more. TV it, show. Uh, let me give you one. Uh, All right, pick okay. a number from one to twenty-two. 11, unless I said it right. 11. Frasier. It's not too beloved. We got to do something else. Okay, give us another one. Uh, 16. Uh, Impractical Jokers. Is that beloved? It's not even (laughs) beloved. It's not too beloved or even even cared about. Yeah. All right. Um, Six. Six. Breaking Bad. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I got I got a Breaking Bad take. Okay, the finale of the break of Breaking Bad is a cartoon. So I I know T Dub doesn't listen. He'd be crying if he heard this. Okay, the, the, the go the, on. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's very silly. It's so unrealistic. You got like I, I haven't seen it in a while, but you, you got like a machine gun that's like set up that's just shooting people into a house. Right. The Game of Thrones is more realistic than the Breaking <laughs> Bad finale. It really yeah. is. It's absurd. So I've heard a theory that uh, Walter White actually died uh, while he was in the cabin uh, having the chemotherapy done Mm -hmm. to him. And it should have ended there. It should have ended in the cabin. This was all a dream. The the finale was a dream uh, because Mm -hmm. basically in in Breaking Bad, for every plan that, you know, uh, Walter and Jesse ever had, it always seems like it's about to go right. And then something always goes wrong. This is the one time nothing went wrong in the plans. Yeah, it's an interesting take. I, I I think it's very silly. The you know the good guys sort of win at the end. No, you know they don't want to spoil it in case someone's planning on binging Breaking Bad. Who are the good guys? Um, it's I you know uh, Darren Rovell did a poll like uh, they like what's the best show, and then he narrowed it down to four shows. You want to guess what the four shows were? Uh, Breaking uh, Bad, The Sopranos, yeah. yep. Mad Men, and mm-hmm. uh, Mad Men the was Wire. probably right off the list. That Madman is off the list. Yeah, no, no Madman. Wire, the Wire, yes, and it, the last one is not a drama. Um, Seinfeld, yes, yeah. So those four shows, uh, and then they did. A, he did a poll, and Breaking Bad won. And I won. I guess that's recency because that is uh, the most recent of the four shows. Yeah. Then, by the way, Madman was on the track to be on the Mount Rushmore of dramatic yeah, it's shows. So it's completely careened off the road. Yeah. Sorry, Chester. And I would say Game of Thrones could have stuck the landing and might have got there. Uh, it was never really considered the same 
level of prestige and, as and Wire Sopranos. I will add the Sopranos did not stick the landing. I, I know, but the Sopranos is still on the prestige yeah. list. I you know, think it was so good. Breaking Bad, I think, came the closest to sticking the landing. Yeah, of- no, the, the the final season is great. The last couple scenes are absurd. That's really my gripe. What are you going to do? Uh, uh, I do it. think historically it's a little overrated. Even The Wire, I think, is uh, and people don't love the last season. Yes. No, they, but The Wire didn't need to do a last season. Um, I mean, I, I love season two of The Wire. I, I, that's one of my favorite seasons. And obviously that's considered, with the possible exception of season five, the worst one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you having fun? Do you like this so far? Yeah, I'm having fun. Are you I'm having, having fun? I'm having fun. I, I you know, I, I hope we're not going to, people aren't, we should have done a disclaimer of that, uh, hey, yeah, PU, this came up on the wheel. You guys asked for this. We didn't ask mean, for this. You mean because we're knocking down people's faves and they yes. might be offended? Yeah, nah, who cares? Yeah, takes too hot. Yeah, no, I don't we're, think we're, I don't we're, think we're like that. Daenerys right. coming in with these takes. Yeah, Pod, podcast stuff, one through ten. Podcast Why don't we pick two stuff. of these? Okay, uh, give me a number six. Uh, season three, episode seven, Spaces on the Wheel. Hmm. Oh, this is about this podcast. Yeah, this season podcast three, only. episode seven, Spaces on the Wheel. Of is is this in terms of the 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 actual season three, episode seven being on the wheel, or season I think, three? I think seven? the whole aspect of season three, episode okay. seven, we could expand Look, it to uh, that. Season three, episode seven is beloved. Uh, Matt Gagan, uh, once upon a time, said, "Hey." Why don't you guys quit messing around with these other ideas and Mm -hmm. just make the whole podcast season three, episode seven. That's the Mm -hmm. best idea. And Mm -hmm. you guys are just screwing it up. So that's been that, that, that was, that was a take somebody had. And I'll tell you what, that season three, episode seven is, uh, I think people like the idea of season three, episode seven, but in practice, uh, I feel like that those have not been the most popular episodes. Well, I think it's what gets picked also. I Like, if we do Friends, that'll be one of our biggest episodes. Uh, Perfect Strangers was very popular. But that was the um, first episode. But, uh, you know, I think it depends on what, what comes out, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, or should we scrap season three, episode seven? I don't think so. I don't think so, but maybe maybe it shouldn't go... And maybe we should talk to uh, our ombuds person who did mm-hmm. we talk about the controversy of uh, I- Aisha versus the fake ombuds yes. person? Yeah. But the fake ombuds person oh, who has not tweeted since then, but also has not made themselves the unofficial uh, ombudsman like okay. we asked them to. We don't like that. OK, no, they have uh, disobeyed a direct order. And mm-hmm. so should should it be season three, episode seven is uh, is automatically is is three spaces forever. Cannot get cannot ever balloon up to 10 spaces like it has mm. in the past. I don't know. We'd have to ask Aisha. It's got four today. So we're already going to violate that rule okay. today. All right. So to, should it not? Because if there's so many things that we're excited about, you know, season mm-hmm. three, episode seven is always coming around the corner. And if we're not as excited to get to the season three, episode seven stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. would you rather have season three, episode seven, have three spots for eternity? Or would you rather have it have zero spots right after it gets picked, but then will eventually balloon into a number where it will most guaranteed be picked? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, I think it's fine as it is for now. Okay, for now. All right. Uh, All right. How about another number for you, Keith? How about number Mm -hmm. one? Number one? Yeah. Well, it's the kid cake, baby. We already talked about it. Give me something else. Number two. Uh, R-A-N-E-P, the podcast. Is it too beloved? I don't know. People say I interrupt a lot. I feel like they don't like that. 
I've heard that. I've heard that uh, about you recently. Mm -hmm. That uh, you are an interrupter, and you have defended that and said, "But you have good things to say." Yeah, I mean. And also, first of all, it's not even me interrupting you. I think they say when we have guests on, I'm interrupting them. Um, notice I'm not interrupting you today. Um, yeah. And also like the uh, the joke with with the uh, different strokes. I had to like jump over seven people to say that. That's yeah. an interruption. In fairness, of- that sometimes that when we do these uh, calls and this has come up in mm-hmm. the game show podcast that yes. you uh, may you may not necessarily hear that somebody else is talking when you jump yeah. in that the connection isn't always as, uh, as as clear as it sounds on the podcast. Yeah, right. I could be a second behind and it sounds like I'm interrupting, but really I'm not. Yeah. Uh, and also it's not a debate. Rob can interrupt me. I can interrupt them. Uh, I don't uh, mind Lasher. it. It doesn't bo- it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But for the listener, I can understand why they feel like that. It's ru- it's mm-hmm. rude to the guests. But it, uh, it feel you, for- you interrupt me whenever you feel. Do you remember the Conan O'Brien character, the interrupter? Because that's very funny. Um, he would come on and say, it's me, the interrupter. Mm hmm. And he would interrupt uh, and guess the wrong thing. Always. You should check it up on YouTube. The truth is, I was talking about this with Chester like a year ago. There is so much. No other late night show like, yes, sometimes someone will send you a funny you know, bit from Corden or Kimmel or, or probably not from Fallon. But uh, and it's like, OK, yeah, that's funny. And then you forget about it. There is like hundreds of hours of like legitimate comedy gold from from like the, the heyday of the Conan show on NBC. Mm hmm. There's so many great, you know, like Conan O'Brien hates my homeland where they would just like give sort of what we're doing now, just like Albania. And he'd have to say something bad about Albania and Belgium. And, you have, you know, uh, and, and, and you know, the, the triumph stuff, like really every night you were going, you were getting like one piece that was going to basically be amazing. OK, very underrated show. All right. Is it too beloved? Uh, no, because I feel like it's been lost the time. Conan, he is putting it on a website somewhere where you're going to be able to see it. Maybe he did, but um. Now, Conan O'Brien's podcast, uh, I don't know if that's too beloved, but I, I'm going to knock that down the size. OK. And I was like Conan O'Brien in the TV show. I, I feel like that. I don't know. It seems like it's uh, in no man's land on TBS. I don't know if anybody's yeah, watching at this point. Conan on TBS. Also, yeah. the moon right, is I, way too big. OK. Yeah, give me yeah, the moon. Give me another uh, podcast. OK. No. Uh, just let's keep going. Let's go down the whole list. OK. Josh Wiggler. Josh, no, Wiggler, Josh no. Wiggler. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Josh Wiggler. I listened to your podcast with Josh. And he was nervous that we would knock the show lost. Mm-hmm. Now, if he knew that people were requesting him, that would be much different. So how about instead of talking about Josh Wiggler, yeah, you want, we go uh, back to let TV. Me knock, let me knock Josh Wiggler. Uh, OK, fine. Too he nice. works too hard. Yeah. Yes. He works, work, work, works too hard, makes uh, too much time, doesn't take enough care of himself because mm-hmm. he is too busy creating content for the fans of, I mean, he had no business uh, podcasting with me about Survivor with all the stuff that he's doing for Game of Thrones uh, this season and still made the time to do it. And uh, probably at the detriment of his own uh, self-help. Mm, I mean, I also think like it is crazy because he's built himself up to be like the lead guy for Game of Thrones, which happens to be ending this week. And he's also like the lead journalist for Survivor, which happens to be having like a pretty big week this week. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I guess that's, uh, you know, he did too good of a job where now his his beats are conflicting. <laughs> it's like if you covered the Super Bowl, well, there was nothing you could have like, done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he could have. He could have been worse at his job and then maybe he would only have one beat. So that's <laughs> my knock on Josh Wiggler. Be worse at your job and you don't won't have so many conflicts. Mm-hmm. OK, what's next? Right. Uh, Kiva's sister, Kayla, the wall. Yeah. Kayla Wienerker. Um. Well, 
I'll say that she we brought her on to make fun of you and yeah. she uh kind of choked in in that yeah. spot. It was yeah, like, "All right, here we go. All right, let's uh let's rip on Akiva." And then she had like nothing to say. Well, she said she doesn't really know me because she didn't grow up with me. That right. was kind of funny. It was your other sister that was yeah. yelling about Kayla that turned out mm-hmm. to be the comedy gold. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, by the way, Broken Foot runs in the family. Eliana Wieneker this week, my other sister who hates me. And she doesn't hate me, but she's mean. Um, uh, broke her foot. Oh, my God. Yeah. While dancing. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. Kayla Wieneker uh, turning 18, I think, in 12 days. I should not say that on the podcast. Um Mike Bloom's baby. Stop. <laughs> my shut up, Tim. Yeah. By the way, I will say uh, people love the name Asher. He named his baby Asher. Universally approval of, you know, 100% approval rating on the baby name. However, if we could hate on Mike Bloom for a second, 1,500 likes on his freaking uh, tweet that he had a baby with the picture of the baby. <laughs> yeah. I never tweet about my babies. Am I missing 1,500 likes or nobody would care, especially like a fifth kid? If I had a fifth kid, how many likes... If I posted like a picture of the baby in the hospital, hey, introducing why well, I wouldn't even have the baby's name yet because it would be pre bris or whatever. But like introducing uh, what should my fifth baby's name be? Do you have a name for me? Uh, how about Willie Wieneker? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have one? Is it a boy or Let's a girl? It's a boy. Well, I've had two girls, two boys. I don't know. What do you think's coming next? Okay. If, I'm not, I'm not, no one's pregnant. Don't get don't don't get excited. Do you like Khaleesi? I, I mean, all the people who named their kid Khaleesi are 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 scrambling right now. Aria, I feel like Aria's safe. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, how about Chester? Okay, so Chester Wieneker. Chester Wieneker. I assume in this scenario he's dead. Uh, Chester Wieneker. Um, how many? Li- and I post a picture. How many likes am I getting? Uh, I think well, on what on Facebook on on what on Twitter. On Twitter? I, he got fifteen hundred likes on a, on a tweet. Uh, how many followers do you have? Uh, I have twenty five hundred. Mike has, um, I think, uh, three times that. Okay, maybe four times. All right, that. I, I think three, I, has, Mike has exactly three times four, as many followers. Four twenty, bro. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. For Chester Wiener. Now, if I name it Chester Wieneker, I think I am sort of pandering to get more likes on that tweet. Yeah. That might bump me up to six, seven hundred likes for that tweet. I've never had a tweet do those numbers. It's possible I would actually do this now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. This is why the Robin Akiva name a baby is so powerful. We're going to get this guy like an amazing when he announces like the actual baby, even if this guy has like 10 followers, he's going to get so many likes on his on his tweet. It's going to be worth letting us name it. Okay. All right. Keeve, let's mm-hmm. let's uh, let's keep it going. I, I think that we're uh, the, the podcast category is uh, petering out. Yeah, well, that's it. That's okay. it. That's it okay. for anything that's too beloved. All right. Uh, so let's get let's, back to movies, Keeve. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, let's do a movie. I also have a. I have uh, thirty-eight miscellaneous things. I don't know if you have miscellane- miscellaneous also. Thirty. I don't have a miscellaneous category. Okay. So that's a big one. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's all right. Do so one or two let's, movies. Okay. Fine. Give me uh, a number what, give from me... one to twenty. Uh, seven. Okay. Number seven. Uh, this is not even a movie. Do you, do you know the movie The Master of Disguise? I mean, uh, not a bl- <laughs> talk, talk about obscure. It's a Dana Carvey movie uh, from like 1992. Yeah, some people didn't get the assignment, I think. Yeah, okay. Keep going. Go, let's go again. 11. 11. Uh, <laughs> Citizen Kane. Now, you've talked about we've never seen Citizen Kane. Never, never seen it. Uh, it's weird that it's the example of like, if you were going to like tell a joke on stage and you're like, 
well, you know, this makes, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Tommy Boy makes uh, the, the Sandlot looks like Citizen Kane. That makes no sense. But uh, why is it Citizen Kane still 80 million years after Citizen Kane came out? What could be the new Citizen Kane? The new Citizen Kane. Uh, what's like the what's like? Should it be like Shawshank Redemption? Uh, I kind of feel the like example of a great movie that the the Dark Knight Rise or uh, or whatever the the Heath Ledger Batman. I feel like that. You that's, think that's the best movie? Of I, like don't, this I don't century? know, but I feel like that. That's uh, the it's, uh, talked about with the highest regard. I feel like that that was mm-hmm. uh, you know if we're talking about like a big blockbuster, critically acclaimed, had everything going for it. Okay, but I feel like the comic book movies, like even though that is acclaimed, that people won't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not sure. Hey, let's Inception. Uh, here, let's really go, let me just okay, let's just uh, cherry pick here. Let's let's get out of okay. the the numbers. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, frozen and frozen yogurt, Keeve, in the movie category. The movie Frozen and Frozen and yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Well, I got a big Frozen problem. Yeah, I had two daughters, and the movie Frozen comes out. And then they like it. Frozen sequel should have been like two years later. It still hasn't happened yet. They really, wherever the opposite of striking while the iron is hot is, that's what they've done. Yeah. You don't have any daughters. You don't realize how big of a deal Frozen is. It was like the biggest thing in parenting history. I get it. I, I get it. Uh, yeah, my my kids didn't really love it. They weren't like, uh, you know, over over the top. Mm hmm. Um, but, but I don't know, like now, I mean, my daughter's 10, like she was a frozen, she thought she was on or else or whoever everyone is. And now like, she probably wouldn't even watch it and let, you know, she doesn't have, unless one of my sons was super interested in watching it. I don't know if they've even seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she's not even going to see the second one. They, they've aged out of their, of their demo people already. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, I think people want us to talk about, talk about the movie Rudy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rudy, like, first of all, the movie Rudy is actually really boring other than the football scenes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like dark scenes in like an alleyway of Notre Dame. And it's like, all right, who cares? It's it's boring. Mm -hmm. The whole thing with the girlfriend's boring. Well, the older people are boring. The football scenes are fine. He didn't do anything. Right. He plays two plays like Rudy would be cool. Like the Wayne Corbett story would be cool where he's like a joke. And then he scores like 80 touchdowns in the NFL, you know? Mm hmm. Rudy got on the field for a couple plays like he they were they were like letting him be on the field. The Rudy's should be embarrassed. Yeah. And it's a boring movie. It's not a great football movie. I know the last scene uh, gets a gets a lot of hype. Uh, who's that? Sean Astin. Yeah. Sean Astin. Yeah. And uh, then he's a hobbit, too. Yeah, he's a hobbit. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like he doesn't get stopped as Rudy too much compared to the hobbit stuff. Like when he's walking on the street. Okay. Well, what's in your miscellaneous category? All right. Let me hit you with some uh, big time miscellaneous ones. Uh, well, some of these are controversial. Uh, Nelson from Denver. He always gets his questions answered. Yeah. Weekends are weekends oh. overrated. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I hate the weekend. Uh, well, first of all, we're two people who both work on weekends. So the weekends mean nothing to us. Yeah. Uh, I not only do I work on the weekend, but it's also the time that I have uh, the most to do with uh, my kids because uh, my wife also works the weekend. So it's uh, it's brutal. So for me personally, it's uh, not that fun. I, yeah, I, if, I mean, to speak- I, I'm, are you jealous of the other weekend people or does it not interest you in general? Like even if you didn't work on the weekends, mm, it seems nice. Like if you didn't have kids, I think the weekend uh, seems good. But if you have kids, you know that uh, I'd rather go to work every day. 
Yeah, I also I don't mind working seven days a week. I like working. <laughs> I like working, too. So I would be fine if we just uh, did away with the weekend. Also, the uh, you know, a lot of things like uh, like during the week is fun. People are making con- podcasts and TV shows. Uh, boy, a lot of people take the weekends off for stuff. So mm-hmm. you end up with on like, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, uh, you know, unless you listen to you know uh, Robin Akiva need a podcast or RHAP, uh, you, you don't get a lot of new stuff coming out on the weekends. That's true. That's our niche. As we come out, nobody else is, uh, it has the you know late Saturday night demo lockdown <laughs> like we do. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, we got a couple good ones here. Uh, Deanna says commitment. Who's saying commitment is too beloved? Yeah, I don't know if it's beloved. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think it's beloved at all? Yeah. Commitment is Corey beloved? B, I don't know. Corey B says stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy. Uh, is stand-up comedy too beloved? Uh, you know, stand-up comedy is hard. And mm-hmm. you, it's. Uh, I think it's getting harder to do stand-up comedy because uh, you, you come out there and uh, you have to uh, make strangers laugh. And I feel like that as uh, the world becomes more and more fractured and niche that I think it's, it's harder to have a group of 200 random people that are going to think the same things are funny. That's an interesting take. I will say also Netflix has sort of popularized stand up to a level maybe where it wasn't before. Mm -hmm. And there aren't a lot of good stand comedians. Like I, I also think with the hour, which is what they make everyone do basically. Yeah. Not everyone has an hour of material. I think the optimal time for a stand-up set is probably about 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. A lot of these drag. A lot of the ones that are good drag, like uh, Ali Wong's is really good, but it's not good for an hour. They should only cut the you know 40 minutes of it. Yeah. Jessel Nix, he keeps saying like his last... Are, have you ever seen any of Jessel Nix's uh, stand-up hours? I, I used to see him on, uh, stand, on um, Last Comic Standing was uh, where I got familiar with him. I haven't seen any of his stand-up shows. Okay, so his first two albums which were called, I think, Shakespeare and Caligula, were amazing because you didn't know where he was going. He was sort of, you know, developing this evil character and who, you know, he, you think he would zig and he would zag. And then his, his first Netflix special, Thoughts and Prayers, was really good. And then his latest one, you could sort of really predict a lot of the jokes and also it went too long. Yep. Uh, so I think it's his worst of his four, uh, even though I like him. Uh, Mulaney's really good. Mulaney's the only guy who was like his his special's done, and you're like, man, I wish there was like 20 more minutes of it. Mm-hmm. I think Mulaney's the best guy going right now of the stand comedians. Yeah, Michelle Wolf was pretty good. Ali Wong is really good. Um, there's some, uh, there was a, there was uh, another really good one. Amy Schumer stinks. I have no idea why. <sighs> why? No, like I, I actually I really liked her show. Like I don't even hate Amy Schumer. She's not a good stand comedian. Like she's not nearly at the level. It's bizarre. Like, you know, her stamp comedy is is not good. Very at all. subjective. You know, I, I think. Yeah, that, but no, objectively, her stand-up comedy is bad. That's so what it's I'm like saying. <laughs> these stand-up comedy specials are like for the fans of those stand-up comedians. But I think mm-hmm. that it, I think it's probably very hard for like the next generation of comics to come up and then build themselves up to a, a point where they have a following where they are recognizable and then have a Netflix special. Uh, yeah, and also a lot of the people who are like recognized, you know, we're, we started this off by ragging on Ellen, but like Ellen, did Ellen ever do like a full hour of comedy? I a think so. People, yeah, like, I, yes, I, I do think that she, you know, she, but she's actually a legitimate stamp comedian. But some of the like the other late night people like Letterman, you know, Kimmel, I mean, he tells jokes every night. He's never done stand up like mm-hmm. Letterman. I don't think ever released an album. If he did, it was in like 1982 when he never released another one. 
the the real stand ups like the Kevin Hart's and the Jesselnicks, those are people who like would die if they weren't allowed to do stand up for a night, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They bleed okay. stand up. All right. And also they'll give people who like aren't like Kevin James, like they give a lot of like, hey, he's famous. So we're going to give him an hour like Steve Martin. But then mm-hmm. it's just junk. I don't know. Yeah. OK. Uh, what else is in the miscellaneous category? Uh, the beach. Oh, I mean, who says the beach is too beloved? No, the beach stinks. Sand is awful. Um, we're going to like we're going to like a summer type vacation, but we're renting a house with a pool. I'm not going near the beach. Sand is the worst thing in the world. You take a kid to get sand. You'll be cleaning sand out of the kid's ear for a month. Yeah. You can't get sand out of kids out of kids bodies. It's not that great. It's not that great at the beach. Alex says New York City. Can you complain about New York City? I mean, uh, uh, is New York City too beloved? Nobody ever complains about New York City. I feel like people, even the people who like it, complain about it. Right. What else? Jocelyn says, Jocelyn says fireworks. Uh, to me, if you've seen one thing of fireworks, yeah. you've seen every single one of them, other than maybe Disney's, right? Yeah, fireworks is not great. Very, very overrated. Uh, every fireworks show, I feel exactly the same way that you feel about a stand-up comedy special of 15 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Of you know, The idea of fireworks is fun, but they're loud. You're just standing around. It's always like uh, you, you have to go to a specific place to watch the fireworks. It's a lot of tr- like uh, you end up stuck, getting stuck in traffic, getting away mm-hmm. from the fireworks. And then you're just waiting for the finale. And it's just like, oh, let's just blow up all the fireworks. Yeah, no fireworks. And I was petrified of them as a kid. Plus, you've got the kids there. They, they dogs go crazy. Forget it. The dogs. Oh, my God. I was uh, when the, the night I got lost a couple weeks ago or last week when we were about to record fireworks were going off and every single dog for in like a three mile radius because it was completely quiet other than the fireworks was barking at the same time, like like in concert. It was it was like eerie. Mm hmm. Uh, Taris's children can are the children have a hundred percent keep going keep going what's what's next <laughs> uh small talk from Andra this small talk is beloved no I don't think it's beloved um Lego by Jocelyn come on Lego I stepped on a my wife came in here when she came on the podcast yeah. a couple weeks ago yeah, you just She's, let's just cher- let's cherry pick stuff that's uh that's oh this is cherry picking right <laughs> <laughs> naps do you have anything wrong Julie says naps do you have anything wrong with naps um, you know, naps are pretty good. Hard to poke a hole in uh, naps. Um, but I feel like that it's uh, you can't really talk about that you're taking a nap. I feel like that people uh, really. Oh, OK. You take a nap. Have fun. Like, must uh, be nice. I must get be nice. When I, when it t- yeah. Must be nice. That's right. a big one. If I ever take there, a nap, I can't tell yeah. my wife that I'm taking a nap. It's like I'm having an affair. I have to like uh, make up some other uh, some st- fake story of what I'm doing. I used to live in a place I, li- I was on like the local Facebook group. Yeah. And like some moms would post like, hey, uh, just if anyone wants to like come out, come with us, like just inviting like we're having like uh, snacks in the park in like the local park. If anyone wants to come like, you know, there'll be a lot of kids playing and. And it's like, you know, it's 2.30, whatever, in the afternoon. It's like right after school, like, hey, we're going to have like a little birthday party and everyone's invited. And then there's one mom who like must be very envious because she works till like 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she'll, she would post like, must be nice. Mm-hmm. As if like, must be nice to not be working at 2.30. Yeah. But it was just a wild move. She'd always post, must be nice. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's very that was- <laughs> passive aggressive. Must be nice. Yeah. Oh, I think that's aggressive to post, <laughs> must be nice. Aggressive, aggressive. I don't, I, I can't, how could that be misconstrued? Uh, Yael says weddings. This is not Yael Wiener. Come on. 
For who? For the people that are getting married or is the guest? No, for the Which people one? getting married, it's a, it's a nightmare and their money's gone and they shouldn't get married. They should only get married on this podcast. Right. Um, but, um, but going to weddings is fun. Is I it? don't like leaving my house, but I like going to weddings. I don't like going to weddings. Free food. I'm, I, you know, I'm not a big drinker, Akiva, but you get some alcohol. Free. Why? Because you got to give a gift? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't even write. I don't write the checks. My wife does. I never see it. To me, it's free. Um, I, it's fine. You get to see your friends a lot of times. If it's like a friend group wedding, maybe people uh, you haven't so. seen. If you, have, if you have friends. If you have friends, you should you, you should try it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, weddings are fun. Okay. If you say so. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we do one more? Are we done? One more. One more. I think we're, we're about done. Oh, let's start with a big one. Uh, Disney World. Robbie. Oh, Disney, Disney World. Disney World uh, is uh, not beloved. Disney World uh, for, and Disney World. <laughs> well, it definitely is beloved. You may not beloved, yeah. but it is beloved. It is hot. There are mm-hmm. long lines. Yeah. You wait around. You could take little kids and uh, they cry, you know, uh, 70% of the time that you're there. They don't want to wait on lines. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you could go on the day when everybody else is, uh, you know, home with, uh, I, you know, some sort of a, uh, you know, uh, I'll say a cult. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Then fine that's that's great that, that perfect day but that the problem with disney world is uh it's expensive and all the other people uh, i have been with my kids to disney world when it was not crowded which i think doesn't exist anymore but like four years ago it still existed it is a delight when it's not crowded when it's not 100 degrees t-dub had a great idea and by great i mean i should have really brought this up on the the big t-dub episode uh he wants Disney World to triple their prices, so only he can go. <laughs> mm. It's like one of his wildest takes. Uh, they there was a f- viral tweet like a year ago, which basically said like there's a couple classes in America. There is people who can't go to Disney World who have never been. There's people who who can go once ever, and then there's people who like go every year. And those are the three classes in America. And I kind of like that. Uh, I think if you go to Disney World every year, you just have to like sponsor a family who's never been in order to go by like your fourth year in a row. Mm. Yeah, uh, Bernie. I'm going to pitch that to Bernie for the campaign. <laughs> Go ahead. Get that <laughs> you like it. AOC okay. would tweet that tonight if I sent it to her. Go for um, it. Uh, but yeah, no, I think. Uh, but yeah, the Disney. The thing is, like, you're happy because you bring your kids there. But I agree. Ninety percent of it is complaining. Hey, I want to go on that ride. Blah blah blah. Like afterwards, they'll say, "Oh, that was great." But in the moment, it's mostly a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably like a sweet spot of the age to take your kids to Disneyland where they're old enough to sort of like get it, that there's lines and not and not complain, but not too old to uh, not want to be seen with their parents. So, right. Uh, not be seen with their parents. Is a big one. My, also, my kids, we my, my family went a couple times when my kids were young and it was great. We, they, we went for a week, two different two different times and the kids loved it. They don't remember it because they're little. You know what I mean? Like you're wasting your time and money because the kids will not like I went a couple times when I was a little kid and I don't remember who took me or what happened. Anything other than the fact that I know I went like oh. it's really a waste. The kid, you don't have any memories until you're seven or eight from things. like. It's this. a long day for the kids and it's a long day for my wife who is uh, not in uh, does not seem like a person at the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, maybe Disney World, and Disneyland are different. Because right. Disney World also, like, if you're going, you're, unless you live in Orlando, uh, you know, you're, like, doing a few nights and you're, you know, sleeping, going back to a hotel. 
Uh, whereas Disneyland, you're you're going in the morning, and it's it's not maybe it's not as magical if you're sleeping in your own bed at night. You know, mm. not sure. All right, Keeve, are are we done here? Yeah, I think we could get up to the mailbag now. I think we are done. All right, so kittens. We didn't do kittens. Kittens, uh, they grow up to be cats. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's a big problem. All right, so two beloved. Hope we didn't uh, come too hard for your favorites. Do you think this podcast could be too beloved? No. I don't think so either. (laughs) But maybe. Okay. Keeve, let's talk about Mount Renatmore. What is on the board for Mount Renatmore? All right. So we got some wild stuff going on. I I got a DM right before we went on air today. That maybe changed the fate of this whole podcast. Last week, we had a big time addition to the wheel, which was Robin Akiva name a baby that I think people are excited about. I spoke to Corey, whose whose baby it is aforementioned baby is his. Uh, I don't want to say if it's a baby or not. That's controversial. Um, But uh, he is um, uh, fully on board and his wife says 100 percent. She is now on board. So we are a complete go for the Robin Akiva name a baby. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I'm I'm going to I just got a uh DM and I'm gonna yes. tell you what it was. A- and I do think this is another idea that I think maybe automatically gets straight onto the board. I don't I don't know if we're gonna put this in a waiting room or debate it. The DM was from one Allison Yaffa Lasher. Okay. She says she had an idea. With a friend of hers who's also a listener who we don't know, and they think that we should go back to the wheel, no pun intended, and set up her friend, Missy, on a date. The pitch is we get three guys on the podcast. We'll submit. It'll be like a mini rehab. Okay. We'll, have three, we'll have people write in. We will pick out three people. They will come on the podcast. Missy will be with us. Yeah. And she will pick out. She will pick one of those three guys and go on a date with them. Okay. So this is like the dating game. This is basically like the dating, which was originally what the rapture was going to be, but I didn't really want to hurt feelings. But now okay. people are coming in knowing that they might not get picked. Okay. So basically. Yeah, it's automatic. This is an obvious I, one. Automatic. Okay. So now who is uh, whittling the field down to the three guys? I, me and Ali Lasher will whittle the field. So this idea, by the way, is from Ali Lasher and Andrew Scholar, who I guess is a listener. Do we think um, we have three guys that want to date Missy? We have 300. Now, Missy, just just to give people, uh, you know, tell people what the requirements are. Missy lives, I think we established in New Jersey from the uh, from the Rehapsler. So you have to live in the New York area and you have to be between the ages of 32 and 40. So basically a guy in their 30s will do. OK, maybe that was our issue with Kuntz. He's like 29 or something. He was hmm. too young. Oh, maybe. Um. But uh, yeah, so write in and uh, what's the email address that they should write in at, Rob? Uh, Renap at robinswebsite.com. Yes, Renap at robinswebsite.com and just put uh, Missy in the headline. This is not Missy's idea. Allie ran it by Missy and she said, fine, but this was Allie's idea and Allie's friend. Okay, Um, how do we get the update on how the date went? I think we can record and if they could go on a date quick enough, maybe we'd like... Okay. Uh, put in the second half, or maybe we'd add that as the as you know we'd come back right. the next week and and, and let do me it. sweeten we'll the pot out. for okay. the eligible Ooh. bachelors. Okay, mm, I will uh, put up 
shut up Tim's $100 uh, wow. to pay for the date. Well, no, 75 because uh, we gave 25 in the call. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll pay for Nicole's $100. $25. Well, what happened? But did we get any credit? What Do we have an update on that? We gave Nicole $25 to buy lunch. You think you get credit with my wife? There's, is there she no winning there? credit. There's nothing that you do that then moves forward. I are we married to the same person? Do you think <laughs> you, everyone is everyone like credit? that? It's like, is there credit with you though? Do you think you get? Do you think someone gets credit with you? No, no. I'm saying you don't. Nobody gets credit with anybody. You think you do something for my wife and then and no, then what about in, you? In Let's say I did something for you. Oh, that would, okay. Of Let's course. Pre- pretend we're married. Pretend we're married. Of okay? course. And I say, uh, hey, Rob, like uh, you left the water on. It was going to flood the house. But I, uh, I I realized that I stopped. Oh, it. my God. And, oh, by the way, Akiva, I, thank you. While I was, while oh, I was my there, God. I did your laundry. Two oh, weeks my later. God. Akiva, you're the, the best. Whatever you need. You let me know. <laughs> Two weeks later, I ask you for a favor. Okay. Well, Are you keeping in mind that yes, I saved your house from a flood course, and did your laundry? Of course. But you're saying that your beloved or betrothed. See, I thought betrothed was engaged, but now I'm really uh, stupid. Yeah, one time um, betrothed. Your 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 beloved um, uh, would not use would not say, "Oh, you know what, Rob, you uh, saved the house from being flooded and no. did my laundry. I owe you one." No. Or at least like, oh, yeah, I like you. That's, you know, you're you, you're a net positive for me right now. Look, uh, look I, I don't want to get uh, too down far down this rabbit hole. But <laughs> there, there is no uh, it's like, you know, you, you had like some like Nintendo games that like had like memory that could like save yes. things like save yes. like the Legend and of Zelda. Didn't. Like you could save how yeah. far you got. And then there's other mm-hmm. games like once you turn it off, then you, you mm-hmm. had to start over from the beginning. Lost the annals of history. Right. right. That's mm-hmm. more like the, uh, you know, when, when the game is over. Then yeah. you have, the next time you play, you're back yep. starting at the, the first board. And sometimes it even doesn't work the next time, even <laughs> if, unless you like blow on it or something. Right. Um, yeah. No, I hear you. I'm, I might be in the same marriage, but maybe every marriage is like that. Maybe nobody actually earns points with with anybody. I don't know. I'd like to be able to earn points. I think I would have a lot of points built up. You would have a lot of points. But yeah, your game just never saves. You're yeah. you're playing a Nintendo system and you think you're playing like N64. I could have a lot of points. I could have like, uh, you know, a million points. But then uh, uh, where's the t- where's the hat for T-ball? Uh, and then what happened to all my points? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Buy a nice birthday present. The next day, you accidentally, you know, forget to pick up the kid from school. And it's, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, you get yelled at for that. But then it's like, hey, but I bought you a nice present. Doesn't and it's matter. like, well, that's, the it. necklace can't pick up your son from school. Yeah. Um, okay. So that our first thing is straight onto the wheel. Uh, that is for I don't even know if we'd have it ready for next week. We'll see. But uh, yeah, send in your that submissions. Seems a little ambitious. No, I know, but I'm I'm saying uh, it's not even eligible this week anyway. But okay. yeah, let's get the people in. How many? Give me a guess for how many people you think write in to want to date Missy. Two. That's absurd. It's going to be a million. Okay. Who wouldn't want to date Missy? And I'm excited we're going to get Missy on the podcast. I'm excited for that too, but I don't know how many people are going to be all right, lining I'm, up. All right. Idea number two this week is a mystery idea. I'm going to G-chat you. That's the, that's the social messaging app of the Kings. Okay. Uh, the name of the idea, and you're just going to say yes or no, okay? Is this a sequel? Not a sequel. It is actually unlike anything we've done so far. It is it is outside uh, the realm of anything. It is a mystery. It has nothing to do with the mystery episode, the first one. It's just another mystery episode. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna G chat you, and you're just gonna say yes or no. If you have a question, you could G chat me back. All right. 
So I'm waiting for Akiva's message. He is typing. Okay. Don't say what it is. All right. Um, I could explain more if you want. I certainly could use more. I think that's a little vague. Okay. It's a little vague for me. We'd have to depend on. You have to talk for a second while I type. Okay. I'm also a slow typist. When I worked on Sunday Night Football at NBC. Yes. And sometimes I'd be typing up scripts for the uh, show live on air while the games were there. And like there'd be a big, you know, scary producer yelling in my ear. Literally, not like over an intercom, but like physically come into our research room in my ear and say like, hey, you got to print that out. And I'm a slow typist. Mm-hmm. I'm a touch typist. I like hunt and peck. You know, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. So. It was, it's very nerve wracking typing when like you're live on air for TV and doing that. So this is also like that where it's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's nerve wracking to have to type. So enter, just entertain for one more second okay. as I, as I check. All right. You know, of course that we are back here in the survivor off season, which is the on season for Robin Akiva need a podcast. So, uh, who knows what gold we will come up with in the, uh, the summer of Kiev. Here as we are uh, getting ready for a long run of episodes in the summer of 2019. Okay, Akiva, uh, mm-hmm. this is okay. You can and, say no. If you say no, then you were going to say what it was. Okay. But if you say yes, it just goes straight on the wheel as a mystery episode. Um, and you're going to do all this work? Yes. Okay. Some of it will be live on air. Okay. Um. I don't know if I necessarily see the vision for this, but I'm willing to follow you into the uh, gates of hell. <laughs> this episode may be the gates of hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, if you want it, then then put it. If you feel like you, you can nail this, then put it on the board. I'll follow your vision. I think I think it has upside. OK. All right. So this wow. is another in one Akiva's- episode. Akiva's mystery idea too. Does this go into the sequel no, mechanism? No, no, because no, no. It's just that's just the concept, the mystery idea. It's a mystery idea. Okay, Akiva's mystery idea, and we'll talk more about that offline. And you can tell me about what what you're talking okay. about. And if you hate it, you could kick it. You could you could. Kick okay, it. all right. Let's keep going. Right. So I don't think we've ever put on three in the same episode. So let's uh, let's see what we could do here. Okay. Taylor, not Cotter. Writes in and says, I have an idea that I think would be funny. It's called The 80s Were Trash. Doesn't have to be about the 80s. You can talk about music, movies, TV, history, and anything you want to do about the worst decade in history. I think it does have to be the 80s. Like, we couldn't do the 90s are trash. The 90s ruled. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go back into the 80s. Uh, if anything, I, I feel like that we should uh, be on the forefront of talking about the first decade of the 2000s yeah yeah but that, that does anyone listen to that the 2000s are trash like i feel like i we haven't we haven't branded that decade well enough yeah, for it to have you know what i mean the it's not the aughts right it is the aughts but i don't know if that has a strong brand is what i'm saying yeah i'll pass on this uh, too similar to what we just did today which i don't yeah, know if I it's agree. gonna be a hit i agree um in fact Steven i actually says, do know if it's gonna be a hit <laughs> oh bro no rob uh, Steven says Robin Akiva's uh, by the way, this was this idea was submitted by Kyle, um, the one we did today. OK, thank you, Kyle. So we blame Kyle. I think it's Kyle from Ohio. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle knows Ohio. If you if you uh, messed up. All right. Robin Akiva's tight five. Robin Akiva each prepare a five to ten minute stand up comedy routine that's performed over the podcast. Then after you perform, you the second critique each other's routines. You could even turn this into a competition with the listeners vote. Well, the thing is, aren't we doing a roast at some point? Like yeah. that, that, I don't want to waste our stand up comedy chops on uh 
on that podcast. So I think that's a no. Right. Uh, Stand up comedy uh, told to from one person to another yeah. on a podcast is not, is not going to work. Yeah. Uh, so fine. Being loud says, here's my Renap idea. The newlywed game oh. or the nearlywed game, she says. Rob, Stephen or Wiggler compete against the Kevin Chester in a newlywed style game to see which set of podcast hosts know each other better. And I won't I won't write in her second sentence because it was me into uh, to one of the podcast. Goals. OK. Hmm. All right. But you'll read it to me after the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what okay. it is. Yeah. Um, are, are you interested in that? Who, who am I paired up with? I'm, I'm paired up with Josh Wiggler and you're paired up with Chester. Or you could be paired with Stephen. I mean, there's a, there's no shortage I'd of people to be, be paired, paired up, up with Josh Wiggler. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, Josh you Wiggler's think Stephen really Fishback knows anything about me? No, he knows nothing about yeah. you. Um, so, hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think Wiggler has to agree to this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not dying to do it, but uh, I just feel like we have so much other good stuff on the wheel. The, the wheel's loaded. I don't know what happened wheel's this loaded. week, I mean, but the wheel's we loaded. We just added the dating game. I don't know if we need the newlywed game also. Let's put this in the waiting room, because I feel like eventually it seems like something we could do. Yeah. Also, like, I, you know, we could ask Wiggler a million times, but he's a busy guy. Like, he's not begging to come on the podcast. Although he's about again, to right? be much less busy. A Survivor getting canceled? <laughs> well, it's the Survivor <laughs> offseason in the Game of Thrones yeah, offseason. I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah. Um... He's yeah, about three weeks like away from not being that. Busy. He usually goes on a long vacation at this point. I feel like, though. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe may, he he may, but uh, that I feel like that his summer is going to be free. I've heard than a rumor spring. that you're going on a, a big vacation soon. I'm not going on a big vacation, but I am going to take uh, one one week away from podcasting uh, later this summer. That's a big vacation. I guess so. But when you say big vacation, I think then uh, you make people think that I'm going to be on a reality TV show. And I oh no, 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 no! Oh, yeah. sorry. All right. Uh, by the way, speaking of vacations. I think uh, Chester and I are locking in our Minnesota trip this coming oh, week. Okay, I what think is being wh- locked in? What are the dates on that again? That's uh, whatever the Met schedule is. So I think the sixteenth and se- Tuesday and Wednesday. I believe it's the sixteenth and seventeenth of July. Tuesday, Tuesday and night, what? Wednesday day are okay. the two Met games. All right, Tuesday you wanna, night. Do you want to see Carlos Gomez, Rajay Davis, and Tim Tebow manning the outfield for the Mets? It's a uh, return home for Carlos Gomez. Yeah, uh, first uh, first start in uh, twelve years for the Mets uh, yesterday. Yeah. Okay, um, let me let me talk about that uh, internally. Is that possible? Twelve years? That's not possible, right? Twelve years it's of what? Fifty. It said his first start in twelve years. I read, but there, there's no way that's true. I mean, yeah, if it was 2007. Yeah, but the Carlos Gomez isn't a hundred years old. Let's see if Carlos Gomez was last on the mess in 2007. I know nobody he, cares uh, about he, this. He we might, don't talk about sports too much. Was, was he 20? Was he 21? Yeah, he, I, he. Yeah, he. That's right. 2007. Jeez, it's been a long time. Yeah. Been a minute. Okay. Lot, lots of Mets history to forget about between then and now. Okay. Akiva, let's talk yes. about what's coming up on the way. Anything else? No, I think that's uh, we're good for this week. We added two things. That's more than enough. All right. So let's get into what we are going to be talking about for episode number 36. And really, uh, we have different days during the week now that are available to record so we can really open up the playbook. Can we, can we spend uh, uh, two minutes on uh, Adam Gase at the end of the podcast? Yeah. You want to talk about Peyton Manning becoming the, Met, the Jets GM? We could do, we could do that at the okay. end. Yeah. At the end of the podcast. All right. So uh, let's let's go ahead and open the wheel up here and uh, let's get into talking about what is on the board. So season three, episode seven is now up to four spaces. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
We now have the coin flip. We have the Oregon Trail. We have the rise and fall of JTT. We have MTV shows are trash. Infomercials are trash. Um, so I believe Eric Stein is back in business. What about Ali Lasher? She's back. She's always in business. Okay. Ali Lasher. She's good to go. All right. The Royal Rumble. The crappy movie diaper. That's two spots. Millennials killed it. The census. The sequel mechanism. The final four. Mount Rushmore. And baby name reveal party. Is that the name of it? Is shouldn't it be Robin Akiva name a baby? Um, I thought we were uh, we needed to spice it up. So the baby name reveal party was. Uh, that, oh, was that's called. your idea. Fine. I I didn't know if uh, if uh, shut up if uh, excuse me if um, Will from America went wrong. Although the truth so, is, Robin Akiva is usually not in the name of the episode title. Okay. So I think that at the time that we called it that, it was not 100% certain we were going to name the baby. We were going to name a suggestion for the baby. But now no, we're naming we're, that baby. We are officially naming the baby. Naming will will the we baby. get to share the last name of the baby? Because I think that that will be important in terms it's of a, yeah, Maybe uh, we will know it. I will ask him. I don't know if we should say it on air. Okay. I mean, if he says yes, fine. If not, and we'll then, at least know well, it. So and like, and let's we'll say just, it was like Jones. We wouldn't name it like joey jones unless we thought a litter of names are good maybe we would do that maybe we would but but we could just say like uh, the uh name did you know does not go with the pairing yeah we could say that we could say okay. that. i mean whatever whatever the dad uh decides, whatever they said but, uh, okay we we are well, and Corey b another listener said that he wants you know he, he's thinking about us naming his baby so we may name every Corey's baby okay as part of the podcast all Corey's, we will name their babies here mm-hmm. on robin akiva Need a podcast. Episode number 36. Let's see what the big wheel turns up. Episode number 36. Can you believe it, Keeve? All right. He and Oh, wow. Believe it or not. Baby name reveal party. Unbelievable. Wow. The wheel is on fire. I think that's exciting. I think are, that are is... we ready to go for next week? I think so. Um, I don't want to promise any guests, uh, but we could have a guest. I got to speak to those people. I think it's better because I feel like if we waited too long, they would come up with their own name. Yes, that's good. That's good. I asked them this week. I said, do you have a deadline where you want the baby named? He said, no, no rush. Because I think the baby is at the very least several months, if not like six months away from actually being born. Yeah. And we could really use a hit after this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was really rooting against uh, JTT. Okay. I think I would have vetoed JTT this week or one or two of the other ones. All right. We need a slump buster. Here we go. So baby name reveal party coming <laughs> next week, potentially with guests. And we'll figure out the logistics and get that podcast to you. And next week on the show. All right. Keeve, uh, what wait, we gotta, wait, I think we should tell people if they want to suggest a baby name. What do they do? Okay. I guess you just email us. Yeah. And put baby name in the title. Send, We're going to get a lot of emails this week. Send it in. So yeah. Uh, so, but and, make sure you have Missy or baby name in your title if you're emailing in about Missy or the baby name. Okay. Um, and do we we uh, still still don't know boy or girl? It's a boy. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's a boy's name. Um, I think also you, I don't know the exact format, but I'm going to come up with a few names. You're going to come up with a few names. If we have a guest, they'll have names. But then we're also, you know, we have way more listeners than we do of hosts. So I feel like the power I of mean, the masses may be useful here. I mean, but not by much. No, well, we're collectively, we're almost as smart as every listener combined. Okay. By the end of this episode, there might not be a big difference in numbers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, um, our reviews are in. And mm-hmm. so we have uh, 194 five-star ratings at Robin Akiva Need a Podcast on Apple Podcasts. So go to robiswebster.com slash Renap. And this is from M-F-E-L-I-C-90. Mephelic 90. Yeah. Found this podcast because of Rob, and it took me a while to warm up to Akiva, but after several episodes, I'm in on him. There's a lot of yada yada to start the episodes, which sometimes I skip through and sometimes is great. I also skip the episodes I don't like, but I think that there's something for all tastes here. I really appreciate the amount of effort Rob and Akiva put into curating interesting and unique topics, and I feel like the show gets better and better as they continue to work out what works and what they and the listeners respond to. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. Okay. Um, then we have a text me when you get here uh, from uh, Meg wants to know. Hey, guys, I grabbed a booth in the back of Chili's here in Omaha. Seems like we can fit a bunch of us here. Trying to decide if I should order some appetizers for the table. They have Southwestern egg rolls. Thoughts? Really one of the big blunders we've done in, in the history of this series is not choose meet me in the middle. Okay. I mean, do you remember what we chose for the for from that podcast for what's coming on the wheel in June? It's like something about a kid's show, or a kid's book, and we're predicting what happens in a kid's book. We could have had really Will from America meet well, a listener the stand in Omaha, tournament, Nebraska. Uh, came out of the actual. Yeah, but we we picked the second one also. The stand tournament was a hit. Yeah. No, the the listeners picked the second one. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, the listeners are oh, dumb. No we offense, guys. It. You guys are dumb. Okay. Yeah. All right, Keeve. 32 fans podcast. I listened to your Seinfeld trivia. Yeah. What do you think? I thought it was a uh, fun. I, I did think that the, the questions could have used another pass uh, in terms of uh, putting them together. I know that. Yeah, well, uh, Chester messed up the end. So if people don't know what we're talking about, we had a listener, our friend, AB, who was uh, we gave him the spot because if, you, if you're really a diehard Renap listener, you remember he was sort of forced out for time constraints on the uh on the original Jeopardy podcast. But how's he so we, Seinfeld super fan and didn't listen to the Seinfeld recap? It's weird, right? I think he didn't know about it. He I listens don't know to yet. this podcast. He listens to this podcast, yes. Yes. Um, okay. uh, maybe he knew too much to, to, to bo- about Seinfeld to bother maybe. with us. Maybe he's like, these hacks. Um, but so we had AB go up against the aforementioned nine-year-old girl. It was 11 by the time we did the podcast. I guess the idea was a year old and we had her name, we had her age wrong. Uh, and she was amazing. She was a hundred times better yeah. than I'm sure you thought she was going to be. Yeah, she knows great. a lot about Seinfeld. Um, uh, it, uh, a listener, Jamie's daughter, she really blew people away. It was a very close race. You should listen. People like that episode, mm-hmm. even though Rob is ragging on. Yes. Ch- the final question from Chester is, is an absolute nightmare. People agree there. Yeah. It is completely skewed towards one person and it's awful. But everything else I thought was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun. All right. What's next on the 32 fans podcast? Oh, I got nothing. I mean, oh. I have no more ideas until until football season starts. So hopefully, we'll we'll think of something. Okay. All I don't right. know. We got to we got to figure out how to you know how to get to Minnesota. Maybe we'll just book book plane tickets live on air this week. I don't know. Very exciting. Okay. Uh, Keep that. Uh, I asked if we could talk uh, two minutes about the state of our beloved New York Jets, who mm-hmm. fired their general manager yeah. and I guess uh, co assistant general manager uh, earlier this week after hiring a new head coach. 
back in uh, January, I guess it was. And I know that we don't like to talk too much about sports on the podcast because... But this is the end of the show. They it's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. So you can uh, jump off if uh, you are uh, not inclined. Okay. And so... Akiva, as uh, my uh, one of my go-to knowledgeable Jets fans, well, what do you feel about the state of the Jets? Was this uh, one step forward or one step back? Well, I think McCagan is a moron, so they should have fired him before, you know, well before the draft. Yes. It stinks that he got to make all these moves, didn't sign a center, uh, didn't really, add, you know, sign a cornerback. Um, but I, you know, better, you know, at least cut your losses. Like it makes sense to fire him now. It seems like they really think that they're going to get Peyton Manning, which I can assure you they will not. They think that Peyton Manning is going to be the general manager. That's that's the rumor that that Peyton Manning is going to be uh, the general manager, but he will never sign. Like there's no reason why Peyton Manning would do that. Do we want Peyton Manning? I I don't know if we wanted Peyton Manning as a senator, like an exorbitant amount of money. It doesn't make any sense. Well, what, um, what does Peyton Manning know about being a general manager? I, know I don't know, but LA he's the one who suggested Gaze and, and he suggested maybe Trevor Simeon to be the back quarterback. The whole thing makes no sense. We have two teams, the Jets and the Mets. The Mets just lost. I trust speak, Peyton nothing. Manning to run a Papa John's. Well, you know, he you know, I don't know if that was his uh, fault that Papa John sort of went under after he bought like 40 franchises. He's also too busy. You can't own like a million businesses and then be the GM of the of the Jets. Doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. But the the two general managers right now of the teams we root for have a combined like four months of managerial experience, right? Van Wagenen has four months and and Gaze has zero, mm-hmm. and of of any sort of scouting or 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 you know upper management experience. So I mean, he basically uh, was the de facto general manager for the Dolphins, I guess. But I, I did he have? I don't think he had final say on the roster. I think Greer did, or Mister T even Tannenbaum. I don't know uh, the the. Whatever we should do, a, we should put on the wheel. Robin Akiva uh, take over the Mets and the Jets, and then we'll just use the wisdom of our listeners to make decisions. And we'll undoubtedly be better than all these morons. Mm-hmm. So that being said, is it better to get rid of the wrong guy at the wrong time, or to wait until the right time to get rid of the wrong guy? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was the right time to get rid of him because he's a moron. They should have done it earlier, but. It, you know, it's a sunk cost. Like you could still fire him now. OK. All right. So depressing. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you don't think that they're going to get uh, uh, with Joe Douglas? I, I He might be their backup. I, again, the gaze has final That's say. So backup? no real can't. No real candidate's going to take the job because Gase is the GM. Gase has the final say on See, the 53. I thought they wouldn't have fired McCagnin unless they had somebody like a handshake deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Woody Johnson, the brain dead Woody Johnson's equally stupid but much poorer younger brother is not going to be uh you know the how do you the, fire the guy you don't have somebody else like a, well, a handshake deal why is our owner being the freaking ambassador of the uk why can't he come home and and like you know you need, we need woody to save us i mean his brother is a moron also the whole family what well, somehow we found the two first of all i really think especially with twitter you see like Howard Schultz running for president and like doesn't mm-hmm. know up from down. I think every billionaire is a moron. <laughs> like we really we used to think that they were smart. And then we get on Twitter. It's like Elon Musk is calling people names and getting sued. Like every single one of these guys is dumber than the next. Hmm. And we have two of the dumbest, except one of our owners is so dumb. They don't even have a billion dollars anymore because they trust the Bernie Madoff with it. But two of the dumbest rich guys on the planet are in charge of our happiness in life. In Woody Johnson and the Wilpon family. It's very upsetting. Not good. All right. 
Follow Akiva on Twitter. Yeah. He's at Keeve26. And then if he has another baby, you'll be there to favorite his tweet about mm-hmm. the birth announcement. I'm at Rob Sister, you know, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.